You've heard of BetaShares. You've probably seen the logo on our podcast. You might even be among their 1 million investors. So you can imagine that I'm delighted to say BetaShares is the official ETF partner of the Australian Finance Podcast. With nearly 100 exchange-traded funds, you can go to betashares.com.au and immerse yourself in ETFs and unique insights covering all of the sectors, themes, core and satellite positions you could want. Think cybersecurity through the Hack ETF, robotics and AI with the RBTZ ETF, and uranium with the URNM ETF. The list goes on. To explore the BetaShares ETF range, visit betashares.com.au, read the relevant PDS and TMD on the website, and consider if the fund is right for you. BetaShares Capital Limited is the issuer. Is there a Spotify wrapped for investing? If you want to invest in shares or ETFs, our friends at Perla are more than one step ahead of the curve. On average, people who use Perla invest $1,750 every month. That's what we want to see, proper dollar cost averaging. With automated investing tools making your life simple, Perla investors have well and truly mastered the art of investing small bits lots of times. So if you're ready to start growing your net worth in 2024, follow the link in your Spotify or Apple podcast player right now to discover how you can get started today. Welcome to the Australian Finance Podcast. I'm Kate Campbell. And I'm Owen Rusk. And we're here to give you the tools and knowledge to invest both your time and money better. If you're new, feel free to jump in with our Starter Pack series that aired in early 2022 or our Shares or ETF mini series. We've got plenty to share with you in today's episode, but if you want to catch us on socials, head to Rusk Australia on Insta and Twitter. I'm also found at Kate Campbell AUS on Insta. And I'm Owen Rusk AU on Insta. Just beware of the fake accounts. We'll never DM you about trading strategies or crypto. And if it sounds a bit weird, it's probably not us. And just one final heads up before we get into the show. This podcast contains general financial information only. Kate Campbell, welcome to this episode of the Australian Finance Podcast. It is wonderful to be back for another episode of Money and Chill. It has been a couple of months since our last one. We've had a lot going on in the Rask world. Yes, there has been. And uh, as always, we are joined by Mini Pizza, aka Monique. How are you going? I'm good. How are you? Very good, very good. So uh, we're in the studio today, and this is the week before we go away for the road show, the very first road show, which will be in Perth. Hopefully you've heard about it by now on social media or via mm-hmm. our emails. Yes, we still, at the time of recording, we have 10 tickets left to Perth, but they'll likely sell out. And we've got about the same for Adelaide, maybe less, um, but Terrelgan, uh Wangaratta, Sydney, Townsville, Port Macquarie, Newcastle, uh, Brisbane, still available. Gold Coast? Uh, Gold Coast as well. Brisbane did sell out, and so apologies for the apologies for the mixed messaging. Um, it sold out, then we got a bigger venue or capacity at the venue, and now we've got about 10 tickets, I'd say, remaining. Mm-hmm. So at all the events, it looks like we're going to have 100 people or more, which is fantastic. People yeah. bring their friends. On average, people buy two tickets. Because, I mean, there's an incentive to buy more tickets, but um, it's so people can bring their friends and family along. So yeah. that's next week. And we're bringing some of our friends that you've heard from the podcast in the past on the show, like Evan Lucas yes, and yes. Chris Bates. Yeah, so Chris won't be at Perth or Adelaide, but he'll be up the East Coast. Um, basically, it's like a random mishmash, what do you call it? Except for Sydney, where basically everyone's coming because that's the biggest event. That'll be the final one, which will be hopefully a few hundred people. Uh, at the Roundhouse, if you're familiar at UNSW, 
um, that's in that's the last event. That's where we conclude uh, the roadshow series. Uh, and there's no Melbourne event because in 2024 we're planning a very very big Melbourne event. Uh, so keep your ears and eyes peeled for that one. But yeah, we've got Chris Bates. There'll be Amy Lenardi, Pete Wargent, uh, Daniel and Jordan from the Business Podcast. As you said, Evan, the three of us. Um, there will be Mal, of course. Um, Tash is coming to Gold Coast. That's Tash Invest. Queenie's coming to Sydney. The team from Perla. Uh, Anna from Perla as well is coming to Tarelgan and Wangaratta. Emma Edwards from the Broke Generation is coming to both of those as well. Um, Matt from Aussie Firebug. So everyone, just everyone. Dave Gow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Captain Fire will be probably at the Adelaide one, I think, and maybe Tarelgan as well. Uh, so we've got so many wonderful people coming along, uh, money coaches, investors, the team at GlobalX, Waddle Partners, Drew. It's going to be awesome. So we're super pumped. Even if you can't get to one, you will be able to hear recordings because there will be select recordings from some of them, um, including the Sydney event where probably all of them will be recorded. Yeah. So uh, if you're coming along, welcome. And uh, hopefully you come up and say hello to us while we're there. Well, yeah, we scary. would love to. We would love to because we, we did the Melbourne event last year. And mm-hmm. It was just so much fun. We were probably the last people standing <laughs> and the bar was like, get out. <laughs> and they're like, it's midnight. They're like, oh, are you sure? Yeah. But it was so much fun. So we're doing it again um, all around the country and it's going to be it's going to be a blast. So get your tickets if you haven't already. Uh, if they do sell out, we do apologize. It's awesome. And we've got a great community around us and we're so grateful for that. So come along, bring your friends and family to it. Yeah. So if you're new to Money and Chill, these episodes we usually do each month, but it has been a few months because life, you know. Yep. Things um, happen. And we just chat about what's happening in the RAS team, some of the ways we've saved, made or invested money recently, some of our favourite podcasts and resources that we want to share with you and just generally what we're up to so you can keep on top of everything. So if you want Mm. a more serious ETF investing episode, we've got plenty in the back catalogue and we've got plenty of other podcasts to pike your interest. Yes. But this one is more of a get to know us and what's happening. Yeah, behind the scenes kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And Monique? who is our producer podcast manager here at Rusk, gets behind the mic. Yep, I pitch in just a little bit. Reluctantly. Are you going to be on stage at one of these events? Definitely not. Definitely not. That's settled. If any listener can get Monique on stage, I will definitely (laughs) find you a price. No. (laughs) Um, But you do have fabulous shoes on today. Thank you. Congratulations. That is a purchase from this month we can talk about. Yes, true. Although it was a gift card, so can we really call it a Purchase. We'll call it a a purchase. (laughs) Was that a gift card not to yourself, like from someone else? It was a birthday present, yeah. (laughs) That's cool. So you bought the shoes. People can't see this because it's it's below the table. Yes. No, I'll just lift my whole leg up. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, hold on a second. Look how flexible Something should stay below the table. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So you you got the shoes you always wanted? Yes. Well... For the past two months that I've always wanted, okay, you always know, because so you know they flexible. haven't really been in store for that long, but um, they were like forty percent off, so I could actually use my voucher and not spend extra money. So it was it was a nice little perk that yeah, I like cool. saved because it was for my birthday. And birthday's in October, so I have held on to that gift card for like a tiny long while. <laughs> yeah, some of those gift cards just never get used. You know, most yeah, stores <laughs> stress me out. Yeah. It stresses me out sometimes. They... Like I have it in my wallet all the time, and it's there looking at me I'm like you have to use it before the expiry date and like but I don't want anything and I don't need anything <laughs> yeah I've got two of them just sitting in my like the console section of my car the home ones you know the home ones oh, yeah. which you like generic you can get mm. them from like Woolies I just got I just got them sitting there I'm like when am I going to go to one of these stores I need this to use weekend, it this weekend 
probably. Do it. I think this is a good reminder for everyone but listening. If you have a gift card that is sitting in the bottom of your drawer, you should use it. Go and use it, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. I've got heaps just randomly. And, and, okay. No, you can just bring them in. Like, I'll spend some. <laughs> <laughs> I'll use them. I, like, I love Officeworks. Have you got an Officeworks one? I think I use that one. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. Unless these home ones can necessarily, I don't know. But what ends up happening with me is I, I don't want to spend them all. So, like, I don't, mm. like, if it's $100, I'm like, maybe the thing I want is 70 bucks. So, then I always yeah. forget about the last, like, 30. Sounds very, like, first world problem. But... <laughs> It's true. Like I, I usually just like chuck in a pair of socks and round it up. Yeah, and then mm. you've got to spend more, and then you're like, oh, okay, I wasn't I'd rather use in, it all yeah. up because I, I won't go back and use the leftover $5. I probably won't remember. What's the yeah. one thing? So if you get a voucher, where do you want it to be? For me, I'll give you, I'll start so you guys can think about it. For me, it's in Dota Spa. I just love I was going to say that because oh, really? I can never spend the money myself. Because it's so expensive. Well, in Dota Spa in particular, it's very expensive. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I love them. So if yeah. you're listening, family members, and you want to get me a present, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, I flat out love those ones yeah. because I wouldn't do that myself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not a huge spa fan, but I probably just stick to the clothing vouchers because I love clothes. Yeah, fair enough. There, by the way, and Dota is also a participant of some of those. You know, where you like not the cashback ones, but you get more, like you get a discount on the gift cards. Mm. So sometimes they appear in like. Um, like your marketplace, like I don't know if it's on Macquarie or Combank yeah. or whatever. I but know if you, Macquarie and some of the car, like RACV, have R- I think RACV discounts have them. Yeah. and things like that. So RACV is- being RACQ or whatever else you have around the country. Yeah. Cool. Okay. One thing that we did recently, Kate, or I should say you did, not to take any of your thunder, is we did a bit of a there's this feature that you can use in Spotify now where for every episode that we put out, we can ask you a question and get your feedback. Yes. Yeah, so if you do use Spotify to listen to the podcasts, you can scroll down to the bottom of the episode and you can share one of your takeaways from the episode. And when I remember to go in, I can hit publish so you can read what people thought about the episode. Uh, and I can also put up polls. So some of the episodes recently, like the one I did with Dr. Daniel Crosby on mm, behavioral so finance, uh, I added a little poll to the bottom because he talked about this idea he was talking about how in the US the number one cause of divorce is arguments over finances and he had done some research recently to unpack what exactly the argument was about instead of this broad finance. And so he and his team found that it was that constant trade-off between enjoying today and securing tomorrow that was causing most of these fights and tensions. And I found that that was probably my number one takeaway from the episode because I feel like even in our own individual lives, that we're always balancing that trade-off between enjoying our day-to-day and securing tomorrow, whether that's investing or saving or doing something else with our money. And so I asked the poll at the end of the episode uh, whether you prefer to enjoy today, secure tomorrow, or do a bit of both. And lo and behold, the the overwhelming response from people that answered that poll was a bit of both. And I think most of us that are listening probably sit somewhere in the middle because we we want to do meaningful things with our money right now, but we're also saving mm-hmm. for a house deposit, a holiday. We're investing for our future. Yeah, the um, I was definitely in the secure tomorrow camp for like many years though. Mm. I don't know about you guys, but like I was like willing to forego almost everything today for the future. Yeah, I've that noticed probably, wasn't... probably the last couple of years I've made myself feel more present and enjoy the present. But also, like, 
Mm. A bit of both. Because you're a hardcore saver for most of your Exactly, 20s. yeah. But I'm like, no, I should actually enjoy myself now while I can. Like, yeah. not while I can, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. You're young. Go do <laughs> I, it. I don't yeah. know, like, what tomorrow brings. Something might come up and I won't be able to enjoy the things that I enjoy now tomorrow. Mm. Yeah. Also, are you wearing pink because of Barbie? Well, no, but as I was coming into work this way, I'm like, this is very on theme. Maybe all the marketing has got to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That's a running thing. Uh, behind the scenes, I loved it. I went to some friends, and they said Did they you just see kept it? Going, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to see it tomorrow. It. I loved it. Um, <laughs> I people, might be the only one in this team that hasn't seen it. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it. But honestly, it's really good. And yeah. uh, I was uh, apparently in the cinema. I went with some mates, and they're uh, not male and female. It's not like a group of dudes walking into Barbie, <laughs> but that'd be fine if you are. But um, I was apparently I had my like I was just like like shocked at the screen the whole time. I was just in love with it. And I thought it was so good. It makes you laugh. So nice. go, it's about highly recommended. If you go on Tight Ass Tuesdays, you get to save as well. So it's a low cost way you boosted your happiness this week. Honestly, it was great. And it's great to be back in the cinemas. And what I thought there was that when I was watching the trailers, all of a sudden I was like, hold on a second. There are actually really good movies coming like down the pike. Like mm-hmm. two years ago, because of COVID, it just yep. stopped all production. Yep. And so we're basically just left with like whatever's on Netflix and whatever. But now a lot of them are returning to cinemas and they're seriously good. Mm. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, um, Top Gun, Maverick, mm-hmm. I feel like that set the scene for this new genre of movie, which is like you want to see it in the cinema. Like yep. loud noises, it's like really cinematic. They're also longer. They're also longer, yeah, yeah. Like Oppenheimer, I haven't seen it. Um, you didn't do both in one day? I know, oh I'm going to go. Gosh. I'm gonna go. My sister tells me you have to do both. Yeah, I've. It, apparently it's fantastic. It's too much time. <laughs> but um, like the Barbie movie has like its own soundtrack and it's like yeah. so good. Yeah, it's a whole thing. So I know you love I think Lizzo. you would actually enjoy it, Kate. Yeah. Like, honestly, I'm not anti seeing it. I just haven't seen a movie all year. So, oh, you gotta go. Yeah, okay. gotta go. Um, um, and I also did another poll that I thought I'd share because there's another great episode. If you haven't caught it recently on the Finance Podcast with Declan Edwards, who's mm. a happiness coach and researcher, which, I mean, if that's not the best job ever, <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty cool role. Um, and he had some great gems of wisdom on that. And one of the biggest things he was talking about is having a regular gratitude practice and how so much of the research mm. backs that up as boosting your happiness and allowing you to be more present. Mm. And it's not just writing down a list of things, it's actually articulating why each you're grateful for each thing. He, okay. he used the word sort of like marinate in the gratitude juices, yeah. which is like a weird visual, but I think it's a really good idea. And I usually just write the list. So now I'm trying to put a bit more behind it. Behind the scenes, when we come out of episodes now, uh, all of the hosts basically, we all talk about them and people, even Monique gets to sit in the room. Um, but what we do now is we know when there's like a really good episode and a really good recording and Kate came out and she's like, He's incredible. <laughs> it's just incredible. Um, and he's coming to our Newcastle event. He is, yeah, so he's speaking. So. He's going to be on stage with me at the start. So if you're coming to Newcastle, you have a treat. Yeah. Is, um, is Shell coming as well? Yes, Shell from My Millennial Career. So yes. I'm teaming them up on stage. So we'll yeah. see what magic happens. But um, I did ask after this podcast if people have a regular gratitude practice. And quite a few of you said you do either daily or weekly. And mm. a lot of people also said they're going to try it after listening to that episode. So that's really cool. Yeah, it looks like there's like 35% of people have said either weekly or daily. I probably was at weekly for a while, but now I'm uh, – sorry, daily. Now I'm at weekly. Yeah. Um, just – just based purely on time, but um, 
so good, isn't it? Mm. You can pay it forward as well. Like you can think forward, not just what's happened, but what's going to happen, um, the anticipation. Um, okay, so I think there's been some great episodes lately. Has anyone saved money? We don't really – have we We spent money recently? We've yeah. spent a lot of money. Well, one way I saved money was not having to get a – tradesperson in to fix my dishwasher. Okay. So after 12 months of living in my current place, uh, I've realised that one needs to clean the filter of the dishwasher on a regular basis. (laughs) Monique tells me this is something you do twice a year, at least. Did I say twice a year? I'll go with that. You want to clean out that little cage thing like pretty regularly. Yes. Well, I didn't know that's a thing people do. Yeah. (laughs) Like living in share houses and in different places in the past yeah. I didn't have to do that, and yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. So, uh, lo and behold, like a week ago, my dishwasher was filled with water at the bottom, and uh, nothing had cleaned. Oh no! And so, after scooping all the water out with a teacup into the sink, <laughs> yeah. I uh, got to the filter, gave that a big scrub. My dad told me I had to get one of those finished things from the supermarket mm-hmm. that you put in like a plate, and yeah. it cleans the pipes and the grease and the everything. Yeah. So I have a very shiny dishwasher now. It works, and I didn't have to pay a fortune for anyone to come in and fix it. So a quick Google of how to fix a yeah, clogged dishwasher. Yeah. Love Google. So it was a $10 fix rather than a $100-plus yeah. Yeah. fix. Love it. Those descaler things, you can get them from Bunnings. Like People that have coffee machines will know this. Yeah. You um, you can get them from Bunnings, and it's so much cheaper. Um, just as an FYI, like I, you can buy like the branded Breville ones or whatever coffee machine you have, and it's okay. like super expensive. But if you... Just go direct to Bunnings. I have descaler. I mean, I've like, never cleaned my Nespresso machine either. Nespresso probably doesn't. Okay. You just check that. But um, definitely with the pot, uh, with the yeah, with the proper group handle type yeah. basket yeah. things. Yeah. But the whole point of this is it's reminded me that I probably should do some preventative housework yeah. to make sure things don't stop working or blow up <laughs> in the future. And there may be things I've neglected that I just didn't know I had to do. So mm. I'm going around at the moment and trying to work out what to, what can I do proactively to stop myself needing a tradesperson. Mm. Here's a tip for anyone that doesn't already know this. Um, Choice, absolutely brilliant website. Choice Australia um, recommends dishwashers, beds, washing machines. And they're remarkably good at their research, their testing and all that sort of stuff. And sometimes they just have like blogs on their website that tell you how to do these types of things. Um, massive, massive fan of, of choice. Um, we used it to buy our fridge. We we had the subscription lapse after so many years and then we didn't realize. And then we're like, oh, we should see what choice says before we go and buy this thing. And we went, reacted to the subscription and it was well worth it. Uh, it's pretty cheap month, mm. uh, yearly subscription. So um, if you haven't already checked that out. Yeah. yeah it's now really I'm good like, for white what about and... my other pipes or should I clean my washing machine? Like what else can I do mm. to stop anything? Oh, yeah. yeah, that's got – you need to do that as well. Yeah, I've the, done the none, the none of the things. So now yeah. I'm doing all the things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you probably go the other way. Too much, <laughs> too much. All the adulting. What about you, Monique? Well, mine's have, haven't been saving money at all, planning trips and everything as well. So yeah. definitely not saving any money. But um, I freelance on the side as well. And I had a couple of jobs at ScienceWorks last school holidays. And I realized they have these really cool like kids school holiday programs that I think you have to pay for some, but there should still be some free ones. Mm. Um I don't even know when the next holiday. Do you know when the next school holiday? Uh, we've just, just come. Just, we've just I think ended. we just finished. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so parents, take note. Next one. Yeah. So yeah. next school holidays. Look up like science works, Acme museums. 
Um, I'm sure every other state has their own museum and stuff like that. Um, and there's all these really cool kids programs where they do arts and crafts. Um, the job mm. I was taking photos at, it was at Science Works and they had to create like their own space station and they learnt about space. Mm. An astronomer came in and spoke about space. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they um, they watched like a movie in the planetarium where all the it's like you lie down in a cinema and the screen's on the ceiling so you, you feel like you're in, in space. space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. Um, yeah, it was really, really cool. And even though I was working there, I had so much fun. Like I felt like a kid myself and like just yeah. I was helping the kids as well um, just because I was there. I didn't, wasn't yeah. part of my job. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was so fun. And I think I've become more conscious about these things as well because my sister just had a child. So I'm like uh, sorting through all the kids' things that are around and that she can do with her son in the future. Um but yeah, it's just like amazing how many different workshops there are. I know I used to volunteer at Acme as well, and they did like movie making. What's Acme? Um, the Australian Centre of the Moving Image. It's in the city in Melbourne. So they do like movie making workshops where you can like make a flip book and take photos mm. and for green adults? screen stuff. There's mainly for kids, but I yeah. think for like there's high school kids stuff as well. I mean, if you go and volunteer at Acme, you can partake in the activities, which is what I used to do. <laughs> There's some very embarrassing photos of me. Um, but, yeah, that's – I just thought, like, I, yeah. I feel like we already kind of know that these things are around, but because I was involved in this particular job, it just reminded me that there's so much out there for kids and stuff during the holidays. Yeah, yeah. The zoo does a really good thing yeah. as well. Like sometimes it's free for kids. Yeah. So um, go and check them out. Yeah, it's great. And we have Science Works in uh, Victoria, and it is unbelievable. I love it. I haven't I haven't it's been like, there in like ten years, and I'm like I'm taking everyone here. It's the best. <laughs> it is incredible. Like I, obviously I'm a space geek, and I just can't get enough of it. Mm -hmm. like, We've seen this, all the planetarium the shows. Things, there's stuff there for every kid. That's the, the cool thing. Like. Yeah. If your kid's more into like music and there'll be like guitars and there'll be all these types of old musical instruments and how mm. they work. And then there's the ones where it's like the athletic center that you can see yeah. how far you can pull or how hard you can pull something. Mm. Like Go up a, against Kathy Freeman. Yeah, or like a sprint or like a whatever. Um, and it kind of benchmarks everyone, no matter what their interest is, like mm. space, here on earth, whatever. Yeah, um, exactly. It's so shows, cool. It's, there's a cafe for the parents. Um, so yeah, I think it's it's really cool. It's good good recommendation. Yeah. Um, what I, I don't really have anything, sorry guys. But um, what I would say is like you I've bought a few animals this month. Has that been like paying off in terms of more eggs? So the chickens that I bought were quite young, um, so they were just laying Not eggs. They've yet. already gone from one to two. Oh, oh yeah, they've already go. gone from one to two, uh, and they will go to three in probably about three or four weeks once it starts to get a bit warmer. Three eggs a day. Yeah, yeah. We've got four, uh, four chickens and two turkeys, of all things. Three eggs per chicken? N no, like they would they'd get up to a run rate of around oh, about... Oh, right, okay. Listen to me, finance terms, run rate. What does that even mean? I mean, um, <laughs> that's a lot of eggs. Yeah, three eggs a day. Yeah, oh, I'd probably have three eggs a day. Across all the chickens? Yeah, across all the okay, chickens. Yeah, no, sense. they're not dropping them out <laughs> uh, three times a day, I can tell you what. But um, interestingly, we used to have the chickens that were um, like the... I call them genetically modified chickens because they're like the, the ones that people have in like the cages. Obviously, ours weren't. Mm -hmm. But they lay eggs that are enormous because they're for the production line. But now the eggs have got super expensive because some of the governments in Australia are clamping down on caged eggs. I've recently gone to the 
purebred chickens, which are a bit more expensive to buy and they don't lay as much, but I reckon the eggs are smaller, but they're nicer. Um, and that probably saves us a lot, you know, like the chickens, these ones weren't cheap, but you can, I always go free range eggs. I'm like one of those people, but um, I could pay 12 bucks for an egg carton, right? So I'm getting three a day, three eggs a day. They consume a bit of feed and whatever, but they're mostly free range, just walk around. Um, but the turkeys, however, have no ROI. There's no return on investment from the turkeys. It's pure joy. Just pure pleasure. Just look at that red head and I just think, wow, how beautiful is that thing? It looks kind reg- of like a dinosaur. Do you have buyer's regret with the turkeys? I've got a story to tell. So we call one of them Bluey and I just called it randomly Bluey, but now all of a sudden its head turned blue. Oh. Right? And I'm like, what? Did you manifest that? And I'm like, why is it turned blue? Because oh. it turns out it's a male. <laughs> so we did not expect that. Now we have one male, one female. That's what you wanted, wasn't I it? I did secretly want that, but yes. I wasn't allowed that. You've actually manifested. The guy who was picking the turkeys off the out of the pen when I bought them, he was like, I'm like, oh, I'll take one male, one female. And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. Do not take that. He had an accent. He's like, no, 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 don't do that. And I'm like, oh, why? And he's like, because the male will want to hump the female and that's not good. And I'm like, okay, no worries. So his son goes to grab the turkey. Um, to, to grab it for me and he goes oh no 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 that one's a male to the son and the son's like okay and then grabs the female turns out it was a male <laughs> the next one that he grabbed um, so now we're in a situation where it gobbles really loudly that's um, great if you go towards it and you it. might have turkey babies might have turkey babies oh my god <laughs> so maybe there is an ROI I don't know long term <laughs> return <laughs> I don't know but this is really interesting because we spoke about uh chickens and chooks and all that sort of stuff and farming with um, Steve Sammartino. The futurist. Uh, yeah, on... he, came, he came back for yes. a second time. He spoke about it here on the finance podcast, but he also spoke on the investors podcast and he talked about how having chickens is kind of like investing. Mm. It's and like, he taught him a lot about starting a business as an adult. Yeah, that's it. So like, you know, you have your chickens and they lay, that's like kind of like the, the thing that does the growing for you. It lays the eggs and you don't eat all the eggs because sometimes you let them birth and then you get more chickens and then you get more eggs and so on and so forth. Anyway, um, we had a whole conversation about this on Money and Chill. I think the original Money and Chill had an egg reference in it. So here we are. Yeah. What else? So behind the scenes, guys, what have you been doing? What Any changes in your life? What's happened? Oh, my God. Oh. You were turned to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? what have I been doing? I'm just, like I said before, I've been planning a holiday. <laughs> yeah. You are the holiday guru. People have written in a couple times saying, really remember the last time you spoke about your holiday I in, did too, yeah. and we did the hypothetical like if yeah. you had mm. if you had like three places to go for different budgets yep. within australia small overseas trip yep. europe kind yeah, of thing true, yeah well my tip for this round of planning this holiday is plan it a year out and everything's so much cheaper yeah yeah like the flights and all that <laughs> yeah sort of stuff. so much cheaper i mean like of course you're locked in and I don't know if people are still kind of uncertain and stuff like that doing things so far in advance but so far i've found it like so good to just it's almost like just under a year out and even with accommodation and stuff everything's so much cheaper and i've just made sure that everything's free cancellation apart from the flights yeah 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 cool and um you're going to america yeah america going to coachella the music festival never done it before so i'm like you know living in the present got to do it now do it do it while you're young (laughs) yeah that's great good stuff should be good now maybe i'll go and then we'll save you for last here um so um, I don't really have any money-saving hacks, but um, I had something I didn't tell you because you, you've got it in the notes here for the episode, Kate. Uh, Owen's many secret projects that can't, Kate can't be on top of. I actually 
enrolled in an MBA the other day. What? Yeah. Masters of Business Administration, for those of you that don't know what that means. Um, yeah, just enrolled in an online MBA. So, Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be one unit at a time. Kate, Kate's like, oh, my gosh, how's he going to do this? <laughs> Not another thing. <laughs> Not another thing. Um, but I figured you're doing your your JD, um, Juris Doctor. And you want to be study doc buddies. <laughs> study buddy. Well, you got a study buddy already. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, just enrolled in an MBA um, program just to do one unit at a time. Um, I couldn't have got a heap of credits, uh, but I don't want to do the credits. I actually want to go back and get in the... The, the kind of momentum of learning again because I feel you're doing like it through just doing it through AIB which is the Australian Institute of Business mm-hmm. the reason I chose them is it's fully online and it's, as far as I can tell it's fully applied mm-hmm. so that's what I wanted like I yeah. wanted strategies that I could use in the business but also see in the world around me rather than the real abstract type stuff um, and so yeah I'm going to go back and study and I think it's a good way to get back into study for me so mm-hmm. always yeah, want awesome. to get back into study yeah so thank you Hex <laughs> Did you get a Commonwealth supporter place? No, I didn't. Ooh, yeah, this is going to sting. Yeah, it's it's a brutal one. But I just keep my income below. I just keep my income negative and then never yeah, pay Master's back. Master's courses with no Commonwealth supported places are really expensive. They're brutal. Yeah, because yeah. I was having a look at a few. I think HEX is a wonderful thing. I know people have criticised it recently because inflation and all that, but I still think it's a wonderful opportunity to study and upskill. Um, and I don't think anyone is ever too old to learn. Uh, so... Go ahead and make use of it. There are limitations around HEX, just an FYI. If, for example, you want to buy a house, the bank will take that into account. So it does reduce your borrowing power. Um, now, Kate, are we allowed to talk about this? Can Yeah, we can talk about yeah, okay, it. Yeah, we can talk about it. Okay, phew. <laughs> well, um, tell us. As of yesterday, my very first book, Buying Happiness, is officially off to the printers. Yes, off to the printers. So I got the text from the editor yesterday. So (laughs) it's been a hectic year working on it all, and especially the last few months, going back and forth with all the edits. But it's finally done. Yeah, congratulations. Everything is locked in. Congratulations. (laughs) The mistakes are locked and loaded (laughs) now. You get all the good bits and the mistakes. (laughs) So you can pre-order it if you like on Booktopia and Amazon. It'll officially be out the middle of September. And then hopefully, if you're in Melbourne, there'll be a book launch end of end of September, early October. So I'll make sure to share that around. But it's all about how to use your money to boost your happiness, really, and actionable ways to add a bit more value to your life and use the resources, specifically money and Mm. time, to boost your happiness and spend more time doing the good stuff. Because I think over the last seven years, we've seen that you can have a simple investing plan and you can use the time that frees up to really invest in your relationships, your career, your hobbies, the things that make you light up. So it's uh, a little bit of everything that we've talked about on the podcast over the years uh, wrapped up in one one book. That's cool. How exciting. Yeah, because this actually, the genesis of this is, um, not. To, I'm not taking anything away from you, but just saying that last year we, uh, we recorded an episode, Eight Ways to Buy Happiness, and that was like we both again walked out mm. of the studio, all of us, and we thought that was so good. Like recording that, we just felt great about like helping people understand the the way money impacts them in a positive way. Uh, and then the community kind of agreed because it was like a super super popular episode, and people wrote in and whatever. And then here's the book version, extended version, which is bigger and better. Yeah, so, so I've uh, spent quite a bit of time poring over the research. So there's real 
real science behind some of the ideas in there. Yeah. But then there's a bit of personal finance, a bit of investing, a bit about how to understand your money story and have good money conversations and take risks and make and learn from your mistakes. So a little bit of everything that yeah. I've loved talking about over the years and that have resonated with you from what I've seen uh, from questions and feedback you've sent our way. The um, the thing that I am very blessed, I did get an advanced read of this. Um, the thing that I loved about it is kind of the practical steps that are also like, but it's backed up by the theory. So like ways that people have actually, it's been shown to increase happiness, like you mentioned gratitude before. Um, but one thing that was also stood out to me is the, um, where you talk about risk and taking risk. And I think we're so, it's drummed into us to be kind of risk averse at every opportunity. But one thing that you bring across is like risk is okay. Risk is good. Yeah. And risk is actually healthy. And one of the reasons many of us don't start investing is because we see it as risky and we're scared yeah. of making a mistake and losing money. But many of the best things in our life right now came from something where we took a risk. Maybe it was saying yes to that job interview where you didn't feel quite qualified for everything or going on a date or trying a new course like an MBA. You took a risk at the very beginning and mm -hmm. they don't always pay off, but sometimes they become the best parts of your life now. And I think if we think risk can be a positive thing and then maybe that helps you take that first step with investing. Mm. So everyone's going to hear a lot more about this book in the coming months because it is fantastic, Buying Happiness. And what's the subject line? What's the subject line underneath that? The Learn to invest your time and money better, which is something we decided was the aim of the podcast a few years ago. Yeah. So um, it'll be available uh, Booktopia, Amazon, that's on the uh, Major Street website as well. Dimix, hopefully Dimmicks. in your bookstore. And it also wow. includes some Imagine of... Imagine seeing your name so as you walk official. through. Yeah. Dimix. It's a bit terrifying. Like, it's like I've your version Dimmicks of and My Bunnings. supported like, Dimix wow. for so many years. <laughs> yeah. um, and I also have some of your suggestions, yours as in the community suggestions on how you've actually spent your money yeah. on material items and purchases and how you've spent your time in ways that have added value to your life. So there's a little section at the back that's just dedicated to the Australian Finance Podcast community. And I'll have lots more examples that you've shared. I collected over 300 different people's responses on the website, buyinghappiness.com.au, which won't be live the time this episode goes out, but it will be live in the coming months. So I'll share that with you. Yeah, great. So Buying Happiness says it on the tin, but it covers so much. And it's a really easy read too, I would say. Like it's not dense, like some of the, the books from the States can be on the subject. So check yeah. it out. It's not like if, you, if you're sitting, if I may, if you're sitting there and you're thinking, well, I've got like kind of like a book like Barefoot Investor, which is in a lot of family homes. It's not that kind of thing. In my opinion, it's kind of be it's like the the side thing to that if you will like it's a place where you can go and you can immerse yourself and understand okay i understand the essentials now i want to know how i can actually use this to my advantage and um through stories examples and research it's it's awesome so well done credit thank to you that's thank amazing. you very much yeah. well there's links in the description yeah i've always said this for years for everyone else's book for the past seven years but yeah. uh there's links to pre-order my own book yeah. in the the description of yeah. the, in the show notes do it and uh buy some for a friend or family members um because it is once again you don't need to be a finance person it talks about that in there uh, how to get your partner involved how to get your friend involved and you even relive some of your own experiences which i which i had a bit of a chuckle <laughs> <laughs> about um but check it out it's uh it's in the show notes and um yeah 
kudos to Kate for, for giving it a crack. It takes so takes a long cool. time. Yeah. I've already got mine on pre-order. Oh. <laughs> Monique's a true fan. I must admit I have one or two on pre-order, oh. I must admit. Um, so this is wonderful and congrats again. And ladies, it's been heaps of fun. Yep. Money and chill. I and, love these uh, And looks forward to seeing many of you on the road over the yes. next few months. How yes. exciting. Yes. By, by the time we get to some of these events, the books will be fully out in the community. So... Um, <laughs> I did get Kate. Kate has like a tiny little business card for the book and I got her to sign it sign it in Sharpie and I put it on my computer. Um, be like first book signed. Uh, not real not real book, obviously, but um, yeah, it's exciting. So it'll be, if you're on the roadshow towards the end, you will see it uh, in real life. So we'll see you then. We'll see the book then. Um, ladies, this was fun. Thanks for joining me. Catch you later. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Australian Finance Podcast. We hope you learned something new and were able to take one thing away from this episode. If you're keen to learn more, head on over to Rask Education and take one of our free money and investing courses. You could even become a Rask Core member for less than your Netflix subscription each month. And don't forget to subscribe for new episodes in your inbox every week. Plus, if you enjoyed the show, we'd love you to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and send any questions our way via the link in the description. And before we go on, did this podcast contain personal financial advice just for me? Absolutely not, Kate. Our podcast actually contains general financial information only. What that means is the information does not take into account your financial needs, goals, objectives, or even your situation. So because of that, it's important that you consider if the information is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on it. If that all sounds a bit confusing or you're still working out what your needs are, it's a great idea to consult a licensed and trusted financial planner. And don't forget to do your own research. Are you thinking about starting your wealth creating journey, but not sure where to put your hard earned dollars? InvestSmart can help. InvestSmart offers a free quiz that makes it easy to find the right InvestSmart ETF portfolio to help you reach your goals. Just visit investsmart.com.au and hit get started. Answer a few simple questions about your goals and how much you want to invest and you'll get a tailored statement of advice with a portfolio recommendation. You can visit investsmart.com.au for a no-obligations free statement of advice. This ad is brought to you by InvestSmart Advice, AFSL 334107. For more than a decade, I've been hunting for the best investors and their methods, strategies, and tools for investing. After years in the industry, countless books, a few degrees, and 1,000 podcasts and live shows, I've rolled this accumulated knowledge into something called Rask Invest. If you've ever heard me talk about a core and a satellite, active and passive, true long-term compounding, or you simply want to know exactly how I would invest, now is your chance. Rask Invest is our new investment service, designed for all types of investors who want professional management of their core portfolio at a low cost from a team they trust. Rask Invest helps you automate your wealth creation and passive income. Simply click the link that says invest with Owen in your podcast player to join one of our live platform walkthroughs or book a call with us. You can also view the Rask Invest PDS and TMD and get invested with me.